What'd you think, Gentry? You know, I was really quite a big fan of the way that double bass player did that like pluck thing during the what the the solo the, me- the melody the mel oh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he he wasn't using his uh his bow that's called a bow no 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 he wasn't using the bow oh he wasn't using yeah the- oh yeah. okay yeah that's a really cool effact I know I th- he's using the fingers. Crazy. Oh, right. Oh, I mean that kind of makes sense though. I mean, given the sound that's created. You're right. You're right. It's like a whole different style. Yeah. It's like not orchestral. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I like it. Like orchestral stuff. I like hate that orchestral just, stuff. Oh, I hate orchestral. It orchestra. just hurts. Like oh. And, um, they were playing with a bow at some point during that song. I think I I went to the bathroom. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I I must have tuned that one out. I don't remember that at all. Anyways, um, so you have the topic of today's talk. We're talking about art. What is art, Gentry? Well, I mean, that's a pretty general question. It you is. know, you can look at that more specifically. Like, for instance, Clark, how would you define art? Oh, boy. Um, here, let's... I'm cheating here. Let's... No, no, I'm not cheating. This is our baseline. <clears throat> art. The expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in visual form, such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. What what are your thoughts on that definition? I think that that's a very flawed definition. Flawed. Why do you think it's flawed? It's discussing creative skill. And to me, I feel like creative skill isn't necessarily something that we can evaluate. Creativity is something personal. It's... Mm -hmm. To me, creativity, that's kind of like an extension of who someone is. That's like talking about personality skill. You're right. You're right. The Well, I feel um, art can sort of be a medium for create creative expression, um, but it can also be a medium for, you know, showing off your ability. So, like... I, I'm maybe if I was an artist and I wanted to do something that was very technical in its in its uh, work, you know, maybe it wasn't a super emotional drawing. Maybe it was just a simple drawing of like a person or a, a scene, and I, I merely did it just to showcase my abilities. It's I would still consider that thing I did art, but not for an emotional thing, but purely for a, a skill based kind of appreciate this piece of work for its beauty for its uh, craftsmanship behind it. So to you, art can either be an emotional thing or it can be a mechanical, technical thing. Yeah, both of those could fit under the art definition. You see, I have trouble getting behind that because, I mean, we call things crafts when it's a combination of 
an art and a technical ability. And so under that definition, craft would not exist. We wouldn't have crafts. Everything would just be art. To me, art is more of the emotional expression or the expression of ideas outside of, you know, the standard mediums of stating things in plain English. And that's more what makes art separate from something like a craft, something like a technique. Okay, so, I mean, couldn't they be synonyms in a way? You know, because, like, to say I'm working on my craft and my craft is music, like, earlier, you know, it's like, music is my craft, playing bass is my craft, um, it's an expression of, of what I think and, and what I feel when I play, like, when I solo, but it's also an expression of my technical ability as well, in a way, you know, because... Uh, I guess in a way with I wouldn't be able to communicate a lot of what I do if I didn't have the technical ability to do it. Sorry. Okay. So you're showcasing both things. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So then if you were just playing scales, Mm -hmm. you're playing your scales, some very rudimentary fundamental practice. Would you consider that working on your art skills? Ooh. Uh, hmm. I mean, I, th- to say if I if I were to say yes, it would be working on that technical part because if in music I'm able to learn my scales, I'm able to learn all the fundamentals of my craft. Um, I am able to express the creative side of of my brain of, of what I want to play. Uh, hmm. So okay, so you're saying that art is not a technical thing. Rather, it's sep- some, to say something is technical is to, is to separate it from art. I would say so, but at the same time, I'm not denying that technique and ability can enable art, mm. but I don't view the technical demonstration as a demonstration of art. So let's say uh, there was just, just a painting of a person, um, just a simple painting or drawing of a a person without anything like really abstract with it just a straight up the drawing is just trying to be as realistic as possible of a portrait of a person is that thing art if there's nothing that is trying to be communicated through said painting i would not say that that would be art if it is just supposed to be a human camera then that's not art really so like hmm so like photography and things of just like people, you, you can like stage like nice photography and you can definitely like say something through a scene. But exactly. like simple photography of something is not art. But think. taking a picture of a thing without, you know, the extra staging, without the intent behind how you're taking the picture, just snapping a picture, that's not art. Mm. Would you say, all right, this, I, I think this is an interesting topic, is a black square art? <laughs> that really like modern art yeah yeah oh that really depends i can totally see it really depends on to me the artist's intent or the creator's intent i should say if the creator creator's intent was to make a statement if the creator's intent was to say something from about the state of something that alone would make that art if the creator's intent was to put a black square on a piece of paper and that was the extent and that is 
all the meaning and reason behind said creation, that would not be art. Yeah, I've, I've always said this about the, you know, cliche, like, stupid modern art piece that everybody thinks is super lazy and whatnot. I, I think, yes, uh, under the definition, yes, that black square or really simple line or yellow painting with, like, a black splotch on it, yes, that is art. However, I think it, um, yes, it is art, but the, the artist in question here um, does not, in my opinion, deserve millions of dollars for their pieces of quote-unquote art. Um, I mean, it's not their fault if somebody buys something. You know, it's, it's that person's fault. But I, I don't think we should be giving a platform as big as they have modern artists when creative expression is a very, uh, you know, you can do that in any form you want, but I feel like people, modern art, you know, if we're talking about extremes such as a black square or a splotch on a, a canvas, they're taking the whole, oh, you can do anything with art and it's creative expression, and they're watering it down to the most basic and simplistic form possible that I can't appreciate it as, uh, yes, it's art, but I do not want to call it art. So for you to want to call something art, does it need to be inspiring to you? Inspiring? I mean, that's pretty general. Um, uh, I mean, I feel like th there are things in the world that you can appreciate um, even if they're not your thing, mm -hmm. you know? Like mm -hmm. Ariana Grande, for example. Yeah. I think she is an amazing singer. Like she really knows what she's doing. She can really do it. I hate her music. I think it is horrible. I do not want to listen to it. But I can appreciate the fact that she is a great singer. And I understand how... Okay, never mind. I, I do not understand how her lyrics and messages appeal to people. But, uh, you know, if, if it does to somebody, that's, that's fair. That's that's her art, you know, uh, even if it's not my thing. I, I appreciate it for what it is. So, yes, I would consider that art, but it's not inspiring to me. Fair enough. You? So, for me, um, I already talked about my view of that type of modern art, but to me, if something is uninspiring, then I don't really think that that has to do too much with what, what makes it art or not. To me, I don't, I'm not very modern in terms of my view of what art is in that I don't think that it's possible to separate art from the artist. I know that there's, especially I've seen this in literature and other places, people love to view literature outside of the context of what the author meant when writing said piece. For me, I don't think that you can separate the author's intent from the meaning of something. To me, art is the expression of someone's emotion, their ideas, who they are. A little piece of them is buried inside of their art, even if it's a, just a little corner of it. You, That art is an extension of them as a person. And to me, then, that is what makes something art. I can enjoy something I cannot... I can appreciate something, I cannot, but that really doesn't matter. It matters what the artist had inside their head, inside their heart, inside who they are, and what influence that had on the work they create. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
let's talk about relating to that, piggybacking off of that. Um, if we're talking about a music artist who recently has gone under allegations of, uh, what's the word? Um, let's just say they've done bad things in the past. Um, is, is their music um, sort of uh, stained by their newfound reputation, would you say? Does their, their music, would you say, it takes on a different meaning? Or, because you say you can't separate art from the artist, would you say that music now takes on a new meaning? Or does its value change? Like, what do you think of that? Personally, I would say that the music would, in that case, take on a new meaning meaning because that is the context not all of the context obviously but that is some of the context for what the creation what went into the creation of that if we view art like i view it as a piece of the person's of a piece of the person's creativity and then by extension a piece of the person's personality then there's no realistic way to say that it wouldn't be altered in terms of our perception. I'm not saying that if someone has done something bad, that means that their art is bad art because part of what makes us human is the fact that there is imperfection within all of us. There are varying extents of bad things that people end up doing, mm -hmm. but realistically, it's not practical to expect perfection out of anyone. And even if you you know think that, oh, that makes that that shifts it and it puts a dim light, a dark light over the way you view someone's art, that still has a new meaning and that can still be very important even if it is, even if they did do bad things, that gives a different meaning to it. So, all right, for example, let, let's let's take some, one of an artist like that, such as like R. Kelly or somebody like that. Let's say, I don't remember what he was accused of or, or whatever, uh, it was sexual allegations, you know, sexual misconduct. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say he had a song about rainbows, butterflies, and just candy, I don't know, some, something nice and sweet and innocent like that. Has that song taken on a new meaning because the man is a sexual deviant? <laughs> I would say that, well, if it's about rainbows, candy, and other things like that, I would at first question... <laughs> what the initial meaning of said song was because i mean at that point what is the meaning behind that is there a meaning behind it because i'd so short answer i'm really not sure <laughs> I, uh, the, the way i see it would be that maybe the meaning doesn't change but um it's like it can mean the same thing it, it meant before you know just because somebody has uh, someone like R. Kelly has done something, you know, wrong like that, uh, which he is sexually abused or anything like that. If he had a love song before that was a genuine love song and not about his um, sexual misadventures, um, then I think you could still appreciate it for a love song. However, <clears throat> that love song is kind of surrounded or clouded in a uh, in a veil of. Um, uh, say, you know, it's just in a bad place now, and it it belongs in a a kind of gate. It belongs in a, a square, basically, of um, 
you know, the, the, everything inside the square is, is things related to R. Kelly, and then it would be like everything inside that square is related to R. Kelly, and you understand what he's done and whatnot, and that thing has not taken on a new meaning, maybe because maybe if like l- the lyrical content of a song was pretty vague before, and if you get new context, then something can change meaning. But if the song is completely unrelated to the bad deed that somebody has done, I feel like it wouldn't take on a new meaning. But like I said, it's just kind of um, uh, it, it it gains like a a link on it, sort of to the the other thing somebody has done, you know, because it it follows with the person or the person behind the art. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's making sense. I, again, going back to sort of my perspective on that specific example, I would say in, if it were to be about love, but it was by someone who was uncovered for having sexual misconduct related things, then I would question, I would raise an eyebrow at the types of things being sung about in said song, the passion and other things like that, then have a kind of cloudy veil surrounding them. In that light and in that sense, I would say that that would change the way the song, change the meaning of the Mm -hmm. song, if you want to call it that. But the the Sunshine song would not change the meaning because I don't think that is related to the action or the behavior of that person because it's... I don't know. I feel like that's unrelated in a, in a sense, you know, because well, just kind of playing the devil's advocate though. What if the sunshine song was <laughs> sort of R. Kelly's way of coping with the problems with some of the other problems he was facing? What if like that was symbolic of the <laughs> way that he s- escaped? from the sides of himself the that, sunshine. that he doesn't like. And the sunshine <laughs> was his sort of way out. I mean, the that's sun, not totally yeah. impossible. And so, but I'm not saying that that's necessarily what that means. But in that light, it could definitely I, take on a new meaning. I think, I think then that begs the question, does everything, can, here, can everything have meaning? Look at, look at English class, for example, where we take, like, poems and all these things, and we will analyze one line to death. We will, like, talk about 50 different meanings that things could possibly have. Does it really have those meanings, or is it just things made up by the reader? And if it's made up by the reader, is it still existent, I guess, that meaning? I think that the intention of doing things like analyzing a single line of poetry should be largely I know that largely English classes anymore will teach you that it's to find whatever meaning is in your mind in your heart and in what I find whatever value it has to you to me I think that it should be trying to figure out what it could be more precisely that the author was trying to say trying to communicate through the author's art and you know, we have a bunch of literary devices and other things that assist us in trying to crack the code, so to say. Mm-hmm. But I view it more as code breaking than an open-ended, uh, anything goes sort of assignment. So to answer my question, though, do you think everything can have meaning if you stretch it far enough? Do you think everything can have meaning? I think the meaning ends up being what the the meaning can always be deduced 
and reduced down to who the author is as a person, as a writer, as whatever. If you see something that I write, for instance, there are particular nuances that I use in my grammar, in my sentence structure, and in the way I communicate and write. Mm-hmm. And that has that doesn't necessarily say a whole lot about me as a person, though you could definitely make a case for saying, oh, the structure is X, that means Y about gentry. And yeah, you may very well be right. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that when I write something, I'm trying to communicate something per se. So the meaning, I would say that there is always meaning to be found, whether it's something general like who the author is or something specific like a very uh, targeted message or a very specific message. There's always something to get down to, to get to the bottom of inside of a inside of a piece of art. I feel like that wraps around to kind of where we started with creative. Um, um, there's the I think I think there might be two sides to art, honestly, with the where creative expression and then creative interpretation. Because an artist might deliver a piece of art with a certain intention behind it, but the audience may receive it in a completely different light and have their own creative interpretation of it because nobody's mind is the same, right? So the way they can perceive a certain piece of art or a line or a picture or some music, it can all be subjective because it's how your creativity and experiences and when that art kind of comes into your brain, it can completely change meaning and interpretation based based on who you are. So in that way, the form of art in general then art in general is it ends up being by the way you're describing it a very personal thing with meaning and other things like that art is then personal and not necessarily prescribed but it is totally dependent on both a combination of the expression and interpretation expression and interpretation so art is I think uh, we can come to this conclusion art is less of a concrete thing that exists but rather art the maybe art is less of a noun and it's more of a verb art is a process of 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 transferring creative expression from within me if i am the artist to the receiver of my art Hmm. i actually i do think that that's a good sort of middle ground between the two sort of theories that art doesn't have grounding, that art is completely up to interpretation, as well as my sort of view on things where a lot of what art is is buried within who the artist is as a person who and their expression. And so I I actually do like that, that kind of describing art as a verb. Yeah. I, honestly, I think it's a process. Like, the the piece of art, like, the work, the craft, like you're saying, is definitely a part of that process. It's but a tool. It's an, yeah. it's an enabler. It's a tool to to uh, communicate the art, quote-unquote, that exists in somebody's mind. And then when it lands in somebody else's mind, that's the end of the process where they have interpreted it and received it. And then the the journey stops there. The, the It goes from the idea to the work, to the 
interpretation. And that whole process is what art is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good stopping point. I think that's a good stopping point as well. I hope everybody enjoyed this little discussion we had. I think it was pretty fruitful. Enjoyed that. As do I. As do I. I don't know how long that was. I feel like that was like 20 minutes. (laughs) I feel like it was an appropriate (laughs) length for an orchestra project. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Gentry. It's fun having you here on on the podcast. I enjoyed being here, Clark. Yeah. All right. We'll see you all later. Uh, Everyone have a good one. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.